Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. All right, welcome in, everyone. It is a big Friday show, Dom Giordano show, fresh back. Well, maybe not so fresh. It was a long trip to Ocean City and back last night for our friends about protecting our shores. What a group. I'll break it down for you, some of the things I picked up. It was amazing. The level of intensity and knowledge of about 150 people there last night for their annual banquet celebration. And uh, I got in a few Phil Murphy jokes. It was uh, worth it just to go that far to tell a few uh, Phil Murphy jokes. I'd like to have more. You can always send me one just so, you know, you never know when you're going to be called upon. All right. Um, we are seeing this week the hu- one of the huge headlines, in addition to the savagery uh, even the people among us, the latest over at the University of Pennsylvania, now flashing these hateful images on the buildings. UAP has condemned it. What are they going to do about it, though? Are they going to arrest anybody that did it? That's private property. We'll get to that. But I want to start with the other thing this week. It's obvious that abortion has bank shot it, has gotten its way into front and center here. So President Trump is on Univision. I won't say what I think fully here yet. Going to play you what Trump said when asked on Univision, yesterday's interview, about abortion in the light of this last election and in the light of just overall uh, where we're headed with it as we chug toward the presidential campaign. By the way, I have some startling numbers here from the Emerson polling that I think debunked the idea that if RFK is in there, Biden wins in the swing states. That's just out today. Uh, And I have a Bloomberg poll that says the same thing from late last night. But it is amazing. Now we have Manchin in there, I believe. He hasn't announced for president yet. RFK Jr., Cornell West, Dr. Jill Stein, not Dr. Jill Biden. She's not in there yet. Well, she is. She wants to stay in the White House. All right, so here's President Trump, and I want to get your instant reaction to this. Here's what he said when asked about all matters post 
this off-season election and abortion. Cut 10. U.S., you appointed three Supreme Court justices. How do you view the legacy of your nominations and the impact they've had on decisions ranging from Roe v. Wade, immigration, um, gay marriage? Well, everybody thought Roe v. Wade wouldn't ever happen, and now it did. And uh, we were able to stop a very radical agenda, the Democrats, with killing babies after birth, killing babies in the ninth month, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I happen to be like Reagan in terms of uh, exceptions. I think the exceptions are very, very important, meaning the life of the mother and rape, incest, et cetera. And I think it's very important. I, I think most Republicans are there. I think when you don't have exceptions, it becomes a very difficult issue politically. I think it's very hard to win, and I think you see that. But we stopped a very radical agenda, and something will be worked out now because of what we were able to do. That was a tremendous thing when we did that. But, you know, if you look at the agenda, the radicals are really the Democrats because they'll kill babies in their eighth and ninth month, and they'll kill babies after birth. If you look at the governor, the former governor of Virginia, kill babies after birth. We had a decision the other day, uh, not too long ago, where... Um, getting into a school, getting into a college now is going to be based on performance. It's going to be based on merit. Okay. Nobody thought that would ever He's, happen. We're wandering in something else. So um, now we're told by the smarter than the room types that Trump or any Republican, I guess, should not defend the three picks for the Supreme Court and what's happened in the Supreme Court. Now, look, I told you in the wake of Tuesday I was a bit surprised that abortion was more prominent than I thought it would be. I still thought it would play a role. I'd have to say it's bigger than I thought. And it looks like it can morph a bit into the presidential race, although not necessarily overwhelmingly, depending. But no, we're not going to run away from the facts of what the Supreme Court uh, judges have done here. Trump's got to articulate better. He's doing a good job there of pushing back against six-week abortion bans and uh, no exceptions and all that. I mean, you know how much ahead of the curve. I had Dave White on here who uh, ran for governor, and I like him a lot. Union guy, did a good job. Some of you liked him, conservative. He still said he was no exceptions. I had Mark Kalk on. And Mark said, well, maybe in the life of the mother, running against Fitzpatrick. And I've said how many times you're not going to win in Pennsylvania. Now I'm thinking you might not win in any state, depending, unless it's just something else is overwhelming, if you're a no exceptions person. So, you know, those people can't be the nominees. It's that simple. Neither can the six-week abortion people. But Trump is not in that camp. Now we're being told, and by some Republican strategists, let's go easy on the Supreme Court. Be defensive about it if you're asked about it. No, 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 no. We work too long and hard to get these people on the Supreme Court. Think of all those battles. And they did exactly the right thing. We ought to be talking about, we should celebrate this in America, that each state on an issue like this either through referenda or the legislature, is supposed to decide for that state what they want the parameters to be on the issue of abortion. That's the way that it should be. So Trump is right there. If asked about this or going into this, 
I mean, if it comes up again in 2024, I would stack the genius of guys like Gorsuch and Alito against any Biden or Obama appointee. But now we're being called, yeah, hit the brakes, Dom, on the Supreme Court. No, no way. So give me your reaction to what Trump said there at 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. Uh, You just push pound 1210 and we'll get you on board. Now, this is a uh, Bloomberg morning consult poll, which leans a little bit left. Listen to the, the, the interesting breakdown. When it's head-to-head Biden and Trump, which it will not be. By the way, I'm sticking also to today. It's going to be Trump, and it's going to be Biden. You know, anybody in the world can come on and say, it's not going to be Biden. You know, some causing a stir. It's going to be Newsom or something like that. I don't see how you jump over Kamala Harris, by the way, if it's not Biden. You tell me how in the world. You think you're going to jump over top of how the Democrat Party is and not have Kamala Harris if it's not Biden? I got to see that. I got to see how Newsom jumps over Kamala Harris. Think about it. The racial identity party, not Kamala Harris in there. Come on. All right. The morning consult Bloomberg poll. Georgia, Trump versus Biden. Trump, 48, Biden, 41. Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy versus West. Cornell West. They have it Trump 43, Biden 34, Kennedy 10, and West 1. Pennsylvania, Bloomberg, Morning Consult, Trump versus Biden. They have it just like the Siena poll had it, the New York Times Siena poll. Trump 47, Biden 44. Bloomberg, Morning Consult, though, when it's Trump, Biden, Kennedy, West. Trump 41, Biden 38. Kennedy, eight, West, one. So still Trump by three points. What I'm saying is I've been going all the other national stuff with Kennedy and how much he gets, some of these wild numbers. It doesn't matter. The only thing that really matters is in these swing states. And there, it seems like he's a factor. He might even get double digits. But it doesn't appear, at least in the early polling here, that he's taking away from um, Trump. Seems to be a wash. Cornell West, definitely taken away from Biden, half point to a point, which could be critical in the swing states. And I think if Joe Manchin gets in, he could take a half point to a point somewhere in there, potentially away, it would be away from Biden. So what you're going to see is a very close race, but Trump has a lot of advantages this time with all these people jumping into the ring. The only disadvantage he has is multiple convictions, but they'll be on appeal. And can people then say, well, I don't care if he was convicted on that. My life is a hell of a lot better with Trump than it is with Biden. And two, it's still on appeal. See, if it's on appeal, can people say, I'm not voting for a felon? It's on appeal. And I think it depends greatly on which one of these cases he would be found guilty in. I haven't seen the odds. I think they're enormous, though, that Trump would not be convicted on one count here or there of the indictment. And if it's something like Alvin Bragg in New York, I think people could easily discount that. 
If it's the documents case, I think they could. Even the Georgia case. If it's the January 6th case, uh, then it's going to be interesting to see how that one cuts. But I still think, even if convicted on some things here, Trump will not be stopped by that in the minds of voters. Particularly, these things will be on appeal. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Happy Veterans Day. Our side question today, and I'll go to Jim and Henry a little bit later. We want to know, I talked with Dan before he uh, shuffled off to Virginia to pick up some stuff and to see the Dave Matthews Band. We were thinking veterans. You know, what have we not done? And one of the things we have not done, give us a film. Does not have to be a combat film. And in that film, give us the scene that you really liked. You may even know a bit of the dialogue, you know, a phrase or two. In other words, we don't want to know the film. That's not good enough. We want to know the scene that you think is significant to you, that you remember as we think of veterans, the military, and the like. I'm going to take off the board one, incredibly, a film that has at least five that are memorable scenes. I'm going to take off the board uh, the Spielberg film, Saving Private Ryan, the opening scene, Storming Normandy, Omaha Beach. Incredible. Just incredible. Powerful beyond belief. But it doesn't have to be a combat film. You may have one that is even humorous. You may have one that's uh, fun, not not in combat, but just uh, being in the military. Anything associated with veterans that you think matches up, whether combat film or not, the scene we want to know. All right, so don't call uh, Henry today and say a film. Give us the scene. 855-839-1210. That's how you uh, get on board with that. Uh, we'll have Robin Schaefer stopping by. You know, I went into last night with this group in Ocean City. Why is it our listeners are so connected to this uh, wind turbine thing, the Jersey Shore, et cetera? And a lot of people there went some of the reasons of what drove them to it. A lot of them don't live necessarily in Ocean City at the Jersey Shore. They did make the point that you have uh, one off Atlantic City, albeit smaller, that is the next target to stop. And they might be easier to stop. Then after that, these groups are, there were people actually there, if you can imagine, uh, fishermen from Maine attended last night. They brought them down. So this is all hands on deck up and down the East Coast. It was one of the most impressive, knowledgeable groups I've ever been in front of. On this issue, just incredibly knowledgeable. And the two lawyers, Mike Donahue, who you know from uh, Cape May County, off and on with me uh, when we're down at the shore, just brilliant stuff as they broke down exactly what happened here and what happens next. So, true, it's not fully over, but they're on the run and we're the ones on the offensive now. And it was um, incredible what these people have accomplished. You talk about fighting City Hall. All right. Hit us on the side question. Hit us in general. Should we play this differently? Why would we play it differently? This is a spectacular. uh, I'm not a Kavanaugh fan. 
Amy Coney Barrett, I'm still a little bit suspect of, but Alito, Gorsuch, etc. And Alito is the one that wrote the opinion. He did exactly where the law should be. This goes back to the states. You want to be in New Jersey? You're going to have as many abortions as you want, around the clock. You want to be in New York? Yeah, same thing. You want to be in Mississippi? Maybe not. There are going to be different restrictions. It should be state by state. This issue was almost invented to land in a 50-state approach. Phone lines, 855-839-1210. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom time. Good Friday, everyone. Welcome to Inside Question Today. <clears throat> kind of a homage to veterans. Hit us with that scene from any film, maybe a TV show, even though I can't think of one. That is um, special to you. Doesn't have to be combat. By the way, this uh, just in, it just underlines both the silliness and the out of control lack of thought of those on the left, progressives. BBC World News, hardly a conservative outfit. Headline Gay Palestinian Ahmad Abu Mahari beheaded in West Bank. Why? For being gay. He was found out to be gay, so they behead him. These are the people that would go down first. The very people you see here in Philadelphia protesting, the women's groups extreme, the squad. And yet, these are the good guys in their minds. How do they square that? They can't square it. They just continue on and the media allows them to go on. That's what's happening. But imagine. BBC World News and their their headline, they didn't couch it. Well, why is he beheaded? We're not going to tell you. No, he was beheaded because he was found out to be gay. Now, Penn (laughs) denounces projections of pro-Palestinian messages on campus buildings as anti-Semitic, and they were. Zionism is racism, that kind of thing. All right? But what are they going to do about it? So in other words, these outfits, these Hamas outfits, these left-wing outfits, 
Remember this happened, I think it was George Washington University. They have the ability to project images onto campus buildings as if they are a screen for them, something of that nature, of these vile, hateful things. Now, I maintain these are private property. (laughs) It's like you put a poster on it. Just because the modality, the method you're using is different, you are still using that as your canvas. So what is Penn going to do about it? Other than denouncing it, how are they going to hold these people accountable? They can identify them. They can identify their groups. They should um, ban their groups. The university doesn't have to. Now, that doesn't mean they still can't protest, but they're not an officially recognized group. That's exactly what should go on here. Instead, they'll probably just announce it and move on. That's the uh, tactic. But this is the latest tactic. And if you notice, we're well past now the one-month mark of these savage attacks. Uh, I talked with someone who uh, went to the viewing yesterday of this 43-minute film showing the savagery of these attacks. And he told me he's going to have some, need some time before he can talk about it publicly. And decompressed. I couldn't go in the end. I had the uh, Ocean City thing, but I'm told that even people that have seen it all had trouble watching most of this to give witness to it of the savages and savagery that we're facing that has been enabled by the Democrat Party nationally, by the media including their stooges who were working with Hamas and were stringers for them that we told you about yesterday. That's still going on. But the idea that they're going to go away with this stuff, that's not happening. All right, so 855-839-1210, you get a line. The, uh, The other thing still out there out of this debate Now, let's face it, was the JV squad, the Wednesday night Republican debate, is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, bringing up the daughter of Nikki Haley. I'm glad it stayed out there. Kids are outside the boundaries in debates like that. Not someone like Hunter Biden, because he's hardly a kid, and also because he is at the center of what appears to be This racket, the entire Biden family has been running. Yeah, but bringing up the kid in this, nah, you just don't do it. And that's why there's still people talking about that, about the only thing out of that debate. All right, let's go to Ann in Norriton on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Ann, good Friday. What do you have today? Well, I have Jack Nicholson. They can identify them. You need me on that wall. Yeah, absolutely. You want me on that wall. Thank you, uh, Ann. You want me on that wall. You want me right. on that wall. Thank you, Ann. Yeah, that's a very good one. She stole mine. Yeah, okay. That yeah, was now. I'll answer the question. Yeah. You want answers? <laughs> I think I'm entitled to. Yeah. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, see, everybody thinks thing. you can't handle the truth, Henry, is the line. I don't know about you. Not to me. When he finally can't take it, and he says, you're damn right I ordered a code red. 
That's when. Oh, damn right, I did. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, yes, that is a great line because it's not in combat, not at all, even though, you know, it involves life and death, get Mona. It's not a combat scene. It's just a courtroom scene. I was going to take that one off, and I thought, nah, if somebody gets that, that's pretty good. So I'm glad the two of you had that. We'll get Jim's a little bit later. Yeah, and that's got to be near the winner's circle. But that's what we're looking for. It doesn't have to be in a combat situation, just involving veterans, people in the military. There's a lot of pretty good films, pretty good uh, scenes showing, um, what is it, best years of our lives, returning veterans. From World War II. I mean, it's older, but it's uh, an unbelievable, of course, the Vietnam films, etc. So hit us with one. It could be combat. There could be a scene you really like. That's, uh, that's fine also. But the uh, pro-Palestinian mobs are not going anywhere. Let's, let's look at this, uh, what they did at Penn here uh, this week. Um, Wonder Woman. The actress had a screening near the Museum of Tolerance in downtown L.A. of the film I was telling you about. And what happened? They rioted. They tried to shut it down. That's what they're about. And I've seen this week again. uh, Out of this, I realize there are bigger things. I don't know about you. When I see these people ripping down the posters, the artwork that was made of the children principally that are hostages, the glee they have, the obnoxiousness they have. It's almost up to Larry Krasner. It, it's that much. It's just stunning. Any number of them now have been uh, outed, and people that deal with them will uh, be taking whatever approach they want as far as job opportunities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that it's stunning. To see the glee they have, the determination they have, that you're not going to see those posters. Why? Are they untruthful? No, they are truthful. They don't want you to see them. And yet we're supposed to hear about the poor Palestinians around the clock for the last 40 years, it seems like. That's all that you hear. It's incredible. Their handiwork today, though, the West Bank, and I don't think the West Bank is as radical as Gaza. I think the West Bank is radical, but Hamas, I think, is at the top of the radical food chain. They beheaded gay Palestinian Ahmad Abu Marhai. Why? Because he was gay. Why else did you think? They realized he was gay. I don't know if he confessed to it or not. What do these people say about that? Maybe they don't care about these poor babies that were killed in the manner that we've talked about. Do they care that an individual for a group that they support, the West Bank, was beheaded because he was found to be gay? That's what they're about. I guess they ran out of buildings, none of them high enough to throw them off. We're dealing with medievals here. That's exactly what these people are. And it's going to continue. All right, 855-839-1210, the Joe Manchin move. I think clearly gives us West Virginia. The governor there, Justice, is going to win West Virginia. And that means if Republicans win the presidency, uh, if it's Trump, then we should have the Senate. Now we increase in the Senate, potentially. And I would expect we would hold the House. 
I think Manchin is going to run third party. I don't think he's dropping out just to drop out. There were rumors that he would hook up with Mitt Romney. Oh, my God. The ignominy. Are you going to be Mitt Romney's VP choice or is Mitt Romney Joe Manchin's VP choice? Can you imagine that ticket? All they have to do, though, is get a half of a percent, not even a whole percent. Let's say even three quarters of a percent in a state like Pennsylvania. That's a lot of votes. You mix that in with Kennedy and the other uh, two or three that are there. And that could be decisive. And Democrats know it. And they're going to do everything they can to try to keep them off the ballot. 855-839-1210. You get on board here on the uh, Dom Giordano Show. Hey, let's talk about a visionary. 17 years ago, my buddy Roy founded the first Batteries Plus Bulbs location in the tri-state area in Mount Laurel. Today, there are two. The other one on Tilton Road in Northfield. And the mixture, looking back on it, was pretty, now it's pretty simple, but looking back on it, yeah, people are really going to need a store like this, not only that has an extensive collection of batteries and lighting products, they're going to need help with all this technology. Either it breaks down or they don't understand it, they're in business, they want to cut costs, that's what they do. Uh, Custom battery packs, smartphone repairs, game console repairs, ride-on toys repairs, all of that. You'll get great expertise, but the second part, Roy, customer service, nothing like it. Either he himself or his trusted advisors. Here's how you reach him. Again, two stores, one on Route 73 in Mount Laurel, the other on Tilton Road in Northfield. Call 856-638-0778, 856-638-0778. All right, Dom Giordano Show. Welcome in, by the way. Happy birthday to the U.S. Marines founded here in Philadelphia. It's sad that due to the uh, bureaucracy and Jim Kenney, the Marines usually are at City Hall with a ceremony to celebrate that because of their significance and also uh, because of the fact that... um, It's appropriate to do that. What would it take to open that for them to, oh, no, can't do that. Unions can't have that at City Hall. So no ceremony this year, apparently. All right, let's go to uh, Lori and Ringo's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Lori. Hey, Dom. Um, I wanted to um, mention two things if you have time. But the first one is my theory about the presidential election and what's going to happen and how they get around Kamala is, that, and it kind of changes now that Hamas attacked Israel because I don't know if they if if they could if she has you know can ha- has the gravity to even be the titular head of the government, but that Biden would have some kind of quote unquote health event, maybe between Thanksgiving and Christmas or right after that, and she would step in and become the president for some very limited period of time during which she would announce that she wasn't going to run for the election, but she would then technically be first, you know, female person of color president, you know, uh, for, and uh, so the Dems would get that. Well, okay, um, let me stop. I, I got it. That's clever. But I would tell you my sense is no, she's not going to give it up. This is the only shot in her life she has to be president. Just like I don't believe Joe Biden's going to go no matter what happens because Jill Biden is not ready to leave the White House. So 
I think that's pretty clever. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and then they bring they bring in the you know the greaseball schmuck from California or Michelle Mabel, and that would be the actual candidate well, against now, Trump. Uh, Michelle Obama is the only force for obvious reasons. The gravitas of it, the racial component that I could see jumping over Kamala Harris. I mean, what are they going to offer her, Lori? You'll be the president someday. Uh, she's not going to go for that. She's gotten to where she is, even though the rankest incompetent by playing that card. Boy, I'd be surprised if you could take it away from her. I, I don't think I think somebody would get to her, you know, whoever all those people are right. there, you know, and they would this is not an option. And, and it, it'd be almost like, you know, threatening her. So, I, I mean, I guess technically she could still refuse, but I think that's how that okay. would work. Okay, well, I'm writing that one down as far as a uh, scenario, yeah. though. Okay. <laughs> yes. And he, here's my other, here's, yeah. here's the other thing I just want to mention. At Penn, University of Pennsylvania, there is a, it's on their official club list. It's called Penn Against Occupation. The head of that is a female who spent some time in school in Jordan is over here. I think she's a junior undergraduate. I do not know if she's a U.S. citizen or she's just over here on a visa or what. Mm-hmm. She um, was a speaker at one of the Center City rallies. Okay, not a Penn rally. One of the rallies down in Center City that we're, you know, that, you know, she called October 7th, glorious October 7th. Dom, why is this girl not expelled from that school? Yeah, I know the one you mean. We've been playing it. It made it, it got out there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because what Penn is trying to do now is pretty quickly denounce everything, but not do anything. And that, that's because their new strategy. Because it's all about money, as always. But yes. it should be about right and wrong. And that is so wrong. You are entitled to free speech. I don't know if she is entitled to free speech in this country if she's not a citizen of this country. But let's say she is. Let's say legally she's still entitled to free speech. That doesn't mean that your free speech has implications. She can still go say that anytime, anywhere. She just can't attend that university and spill that kind of bile. Well, that's right. She has a right to her freedom of speech. But the private world, not the government, but the private world, other than if she's not a citizen, we have a right to our freedom of speech, which would include, I'm not going to hire you. I'm not going to hire someone who wants to cut up babies. I don't have to hire someone who wants to do that. That's right. And that is not a public university. And I'm sure they'd hide under we get federal we get federal aid right. and also we have to comply with fe- but that is not a public school. And they darn well drill that into you when you're trying to get into it. It's an elite private school. Exactly. Lori, what's your scene? What's your veteran scene? Okay, uh, I hope nobody takes this as an insult to veterans, but it's basically about how the uh, government needs to be better to veterans. They should be number one in the government's book. It's from National Lampoon Vacation. Randy Quaid, Uncle Eddie, is sitting having a conversation with Chevy Chase, and he said that um, the Army just um, reduced my benefit because they said the metal plate in my head isn't big enough to qualify. Uh, that is a great, I know that scene because I know that film very well. Boy, that you're cooking today as usual. That is outside the box. Lori, thank you. How are the kids doing? Uh, they're, they're doing great. I'll be home for Thanksgiving. All good. Thank you, Lori. Thanks, Thanks very Tom. much. All right. Uh, you got all these, right, Henry? So that's two of them, and I'll try to keep track of them, yep. too. So Uncle Eddie, I know that scene. Uh, Jack Nicholson's scene. They know to play to my sympathies. That's in my... It, 
probably, if I had 10 TV sets and I could only actually hear one and they're all around me, but I know those 10 scenes are coming up, whatever my top 10 are, I'd be hard-pressed to say any other scene of any film at any time is more potent than just those, because Tom Cruise is so good, because I don't think he's playing as an actor. He is a punk. You know, I'm rooting against Cruz, but you can't be rooting for Jack Nicholson in this. Right. You like have a real dilemma. You're rooting for him to say it and all, but you're not really rooting for him. Yeah. No, that's what makes that movie so perfect. I yeah. Mean, that's one of, that's, it's literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. It is beautifully done. And when he uh, uh, says something sniffling to his, you, Lieutenant Weinberg, you're going <laughs> to <Yeah. just, laughs> Who's going to guard that wall? You. Yeah. You, yes. Lieutenant Weinberg. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. I, I think yeah, Demi Moore is even pretty good in a role there, which is a stretch for me to say. All right. It's 855-839-1210. Let's go to uh, Kevin in Bucks County. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Mr. Giordano. So uh, I have to take a little bit of umbrage with you, if you may. Sure. Go right ahead. Um, Nikki Haley's daughter is not off limits, only just for the sheer fact that she's 25 years old. Well, wait a minute. My, so, kid, my kid would be off limit, DJ and Luke, if I read, and they're over 25. What are you talking yeah. about? No, no, because, because she's an adult. Uh, that's just my, I would, well, wait, I would wait, do wait the same thing. Wait a minute, though. Uh, she's an adult, but that, she's a, a civilian. She doesn't have um, a, a show on TikTok or stock in TikTok, you know, something like that, or consorting with the Chinese. No, but she uses it as a yeah. platform. And if, if someone's saying, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow, and then kid happens. Look, I, I mean, I remember, you know, my daughter was on some Zanga back in the day. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, but she was 13. So I had to defend her. You know what I mean? Her nick, her her username was dancing your underwear as a thirteen year old. I'm like, what are you doing? But, but Kevin, the point is <laughs> but, though, how are you going to tell your twenty five year old daughter? You don't think Nikki Haley tried to on this, given at least the embarrassment it would cause? No, he's out of line because instead of just being a smart guy, which he is, he's gone over the top here, and that's why he's unlikable at this point for a lot of people. But but do you think that maybe? She might, Nikki, she might have known that uh, her daughter was on the platform and to become aware of like, ooh, uh, you know, sit your kid down and say, look, you know, this might come to light. Well, Nikki Haley's very calculated, very political. So I would bet anything that she talked to the daughter about it. Yes, very likely. Um, but I just I just think that she's not off limits only just for the sheer fact that I understand what you mean because she's a civilian i just don't necessarily agree with it that's okay. all just because all right. of you know because you gotta you gotta you know gloves are off when it comes to ad adults older kids look hunter biden sucks.com <laughs> well they, they don't according to the american people i'm only telling you what i see all over the place so you have your opinion i'm just telling you your kid is always your kid and unless the kid's a player if the kid's in the game then you could argue with uh, the Trump kids to some degree, depending upon the situation, all right? And I, I have to hear the situation and be particular on it. You can go after them because they're in the game, depending. Hunter Biden right. is definitely, he is the game, but I don't think Nikki Haley's daughter is in the game. 
Yeah, and, and and I I understand where you're coming from, and I just it's just I guess it's different parenting styles. Okay, because once my kids were old enough, I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> you do you, and if it happens, hey, that's what it is. You know. Okay, what's your uh, what's your scene, Kevin? Okay, so I'm not going to sound it out, but for me, before he was Uncle Ben in Star Wars, Sir Alec Guinness, the whistling scene. In Bridge Over River Kwai. Oh, yes. Uh, people, it's an older film. I guess it's like early 60s even. Uh, you got we it. saw it in eighth grade. Yeah. We watched yeah. it in eighth yeah. grade as an uh, auditorium, and, yeah. and it still moved me. That Yeah. What a dilemma. What a dilemma. Thank you, Kevin. Great call. Yeah, The Bridge Over the River Kwai is an excellent one. Check it out if you've never seen it. All right, so we're looking for a film. It could be TV. Honor Veterans. Uh, not necessarily a combat thing. We've had some good ones that were not combat. The first two or three were not combat. But it could be combat if you want. It's up to you, whatever you have. 855-839-1210. You get on board. Coming up, uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer is just all a titter because they're thinking, oh, a new mayor a new police commissioner, and a new head of the FOP. We're not going to have John McNesby to kick around anymore. Oh, this is going to be great. Will this guy now sell out the cops is what I read in today's paper, essentially. I'll give you the details on that and your calls. Hey, Rescue Natural Supplements, unprecedented Black Friday sale is back again. Now this week, the savings are bigger and better than ever. Right now, they're slashing prices on all supplements with discounts ranging from 50 to an incredible 80% off the total cost. Rescue has a wide array of products to address your health needs, including immunity and cholesterol support, heart health, and natural energy enhancers. That's 50% off omega-3s, probiotics, and so much more. One more thing. This Rescue Black Friday sale will run the entire month of November. So shop today at res-q.com. That's res-q.com. Or call a rescue product consultant, 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483. Again, all rescue supplements, 50 to 80% off during the entire month of November. So why wait? Start shopping now at res-q.com. Do it today. All right, Dom Giordano Day, pre-Veterans Day, but actually the day that the holiday and everything else around it, that gives us our side question today. I mentioned uh, the FOP now. Today is John McNesby's last day. And uh, John McNesby is largely recognized with for his, in the union role, as far as uh, the benefits, raises, and protection of cops that he got. I don't remember anybody better in that role over at the FOP. But it is true, and it's not due to McNesby. It's just due to what the heck has happened around here. You may remember that FOP endorsement in the mayor's race. We had John on. Let's face it, was not largely coveted. He told us that one person said they would take it, but they didn't want to be seen publicly. And they ended up with going with a guy who only finished fifth in the whole thing. And this is not a reflection on McNesby as the Inquirer makes it today. What a new mayor, police commissioner, and union president mean for Philly's FOP. 
Now, I don't know the new president. I would like to, well, interim, I guess. I think there'll be another election. He's a cop of longstanding. And I do hope that um, he continues one of his major functions, which is to be the tip of the spear when it comes to Larry Krasner. The Inquirer is kind of um, predicting they're in the mode that the FOP will stand down there. How could they stand down? Not just because it's the right thing, not just because it's the right thing for uh, crime victims, etc., but because as a union, there is no greater threat, maybe even than the criminals in Philadelphia, to their officers, in some years at least, than Larry Krasner. This is part of their benefit package, I would argue. Standing up and defeating Larry Krasner is exactly what you should do, not just as a law enforcement union, but just as a union. He's the uh, existential force out there crippling your members, potentially. So are they going to go soft on Krasner, as the Inquirer seems to think? Now, John McNesby was a, uh, a force here to be reckoned with big time. And um, they seem to indicate, well, then how come, Big Mouth Dom, they didn't beat Krasner if the FOP is this, that, and the other? And, and the answer is that in some ways, Philadelphia has changed. This guy is skillful at playing them. Will there be a day of reckoning? Depends upon the candidate, depends upon everything else. I think Krasner will run again. And um, I'm not saying it's not an uphill battle, but if the FOP is not in it, then that is very strange, I would say, to the union president. If they're not in it, this is not just a question of crime. It's a question of your members, their livelihood, their freedom. That's on the table when you, when you come up to this next DA's race. That's exactly what's on the table if you're a cop in Philadelphia. And if you want more cops to be in Philadelphia, if you want the suburban cops to allow their police to come and aid you in Philadelphia, then what do you have to do? Now, I'm hopeful that the suburban cops, you've heard them on the show. The guy we had on the other day, Grafe, was excellent from uh, Marple Newtown area. They got to come together. They got to form a coalition to stop Larry Krasner. And any town out in the suburbs that won't allow that, well, then we don't want to hear you when the victim of crime situation, the stats pile up. You heard that guy the other day. It was shocking. People taking uh, droves of homeless people out there. It's six miles from the Philadelphia border to rob stores, particularly Burlington County, uh, the um, Burlington Coat Factory, give them a few bucks, and then sell all the coats. 17 out of the 23 arrested, I think, in October were all from Philadelphia. Marple? Yeah, they're coming to the suburbs. He laid it out why. Avoidance of this guy is impossible. We'll see what the new mayor does. He'll be on the show next week. All right, coming up, Robin Schaefer, one of the leaders of Save Our Shore uh, at the Jersey Shore. 
had me as the MC last night at their big annual banquet. What happens next? And I try to lay out for the people there, why are listeners? I would say, look, other than Trump, you know, anything that proceeds from Trump is going to be enormous interest. Let's take that off the board. Looking back over the year, give me a, an, a, an issue that was top of mind for you. I maintain the wind, the whole thing at the Jersey Shore, the emotionality of it at times, it reached the top three. It really did. Aside from Trump and all the spillover from Trump and everything else. And that could be international, national, whatever. What was it for you that you realized you had a lot of intensity around this? 855-839-1210. Tom Giordano. Weekdays 9 till noon. On Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Tom Giordano. On Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. All right, it is uh, Dom time. I give you my sense. If Dan were here, I think he would agree with me that uh, the situation at the shore... And there's several factors. The king of hair is one of the reasons. They just can't fight City Hall. The whales, the emotionality of it. Taking away our birthright, the Jersey Shore. I think it was one of the top three issues on the station, even though we're miles and miles away from the direct scene of the action. You can hit me with what the top issue was for a year, over the course of the year. Emotionally. All those things, the rage that people felt, you know, they're just going to do it. And deep down, it's hard not to feel that, meaning they had enough money. They had the president. They bought off the environmental groups. They um, had the uh, courts rigged in their favor, violating just about anything. And what we had were these great people from SaveOurCoastNJ.com and related groups some of whom I met for the first time last night. Two spectacular lawyers, you know, one, Mike Donahue, who's on with us when we're at the shore. And what they laid out last night, what would have happened if this continued to go on, I see no way that Orsted ultimately would have won. It would have been a hugely long and expensive and draining battle on their side. I also met at my table a woman who told me as soon as we came in, they're not taking her land like this. She's Asian-American, and she said she was from the killing fields, the killing fields. Think Cambodia. And when you see people who have witnessed real, all-out tyranny, I'm not comparing Phil Murphy and the goons over in Trenton to Pol Pot or anything. When they sniff the petty tyranny of what goes on in a place like Jersey during COVID and during this. You don't want to miss mess around with them. She's one of those women who laid down on the ground at 35th Street when they were trying to do the preliminary, putting through whatever it is they're putting through, connected ultimately to the windmills. Just riveting stuff. I mean, you see this all the time. You see it with people from Venezuela, et cetera, and this issue reverberated with her. 
Why with our listeners so far away from? I gave you some of the connections, but one of the men in charge of communicating all this and our friend even bringing us Kelsey Grammer, who went after the windmills. Now, if that's not something, if you told me the beginning of the year, we'd be at Mulligan's with like 300 people packed in there celebrating Kelsey Grammer and talking, among other things, the wind tunnels. And I couldn't talk too much about Frazier and all of his roles because of those pesky screenwriters. You know, all the people behind their strike, he was kind of limited to talk about that, but we could hit the windmills. It's surreal. Uh, Let's join uh, our host last night, one of them, Robin Schaefer, here on Talk Radio 1210. And Robin, it was such a pleasure to meet such a knowledgeable group. And the speakers were beyond fabulous, including this uh, fisherman from Maine who was right out of Central Casting. Yeah, Dom, it was an amazing night. And uh, thank you so much for coming down the shore to host and, and see the event. Um, to hear from somebody directly affected by what, these these projects and what they will do to the ocean and to uh, the fishery. Uh, Jerry Lehman and the New England Fisheries uh, Group uh, coming down. And I learned a lot last night I, that I didn't even know, that the uh, uh, the effects to flounder, um, the uh, effects, uh, you know, to um, the um, scallops and clams and all this, so, you know, it's the, these uh, skyscrapers in the ocean would uh, have um, – altered, you know, not just the landscape visually, but it uh, will uh, directly impact and, and uh, destroy, you know, fisheries and people's uh, ways of life. And, and these are families that go way back, you know, they're going, um, you know, many generations. And, and the idea is that, uh, well, you know, if they put them out of business, then maybe the federal government will come in and hand them out uh, a, a little, uh, you know, gift card or something to, I don't know what, you know, Wawa or something like that and say, you know, sorry, but here's your uh, little subsidy or whatever yeah. and, and go away. But once the, you know, once you destroy the commercial fishery, it's never going to come back because those people, those families are not going to um, continue to be in that line of work you're you're talking about you know their children are going to to follow in their uh parents footsteps and um and then he one of the things he was saying last night is that it's not green or even safe to be getting some of the uh some of the seafood from overseas uh you, you have to fly it in from other places but we right now without the windmills we have we you know we have ample supplies of some, you know, fishing stock. So it's just a matter of, you know, we've got to keep fighting this and and keep these horrible structures out of our oceans. Uh, a lot of talk, too. It was the perfect blend, my read of the room, between saying it's not over, there are other battles to be fought, but also taking the moment to celebrate this. You just can't always be looking and saying, oh, my God, they still might be able to try to do this. You got to have some fun, particularly with the king of hair and other things that are involved. So uh, now it's on to this uh, Atlantic Shores, right? The next one, which I think is smaller and already saying, yeah, we're in it to win it, but we need more money. Politically, how in the world after this would they be able to give them the money to keep afloat? Well, like you said, the king of hair, this is his legacy. And, and it's 
Phil Murphy and the Biden administration, it seems like they're they're going going to press forward and whether we like it or not. I think one of the quotes uh, recently from from our illustrious uh, governor, King Murphy, was the um, these wind um, turbines are going in whether people like it or not. And uh, I, I'm sorry to rain on his parade, or really not sorry, but uh, uh, these the companies that are coming in that um, are energy companies like Shell Oil is involved in developing Atlantic Shores. They're going to keep asking for money. It's not. It will never end. I mean, it'll, a billion here today, and maybe a billion, you know, in six months, another billion. I mean, and, and at the end of the day, the government will actually fully fund these and ensure that these companies have profits, you know, uh, for their shareholders. But what happens to the ratepayers? The ratepayers in a, in a, in, in a New Jersey are going to get screwed, and the taxpayers are going to get screwed as well. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, though, uh, there's several other things, too, without getting into the weeds, Robin, for our listeners that your people there picked up on, though. Mike Donahue talking about one of the lawsuits is this idea of uh, local home rule like in Ocean City or Atlantic City. They come in and shove that aside because they want to shove these into the ocean. Ultimately, that's going to have a reckoning a day in court. And as corrupt as New Jersey is, as I understand the law, I'm on the side that the local rule on these things you think would be paramount. You would. And and it's it's one of the great principles of law in, in New Jersey, as long as New Jersey has been um, since New Jersey was established, the idea that local decisions are made locally and, and people in, in, in their town councils and mayors have the opportunity to uh, weigh in and make decisions about what's going on in their backyards. The New Jersey legislature and, and Murphy um, stripped that from um, New Jerseyans specifically around this project. And it's, uh, I, you know, I, I look forward to the lawsuit um, and I'm not a, not a big fan of lawyers usually, but I got to say, uh, Bruce Afrin and, and uh, Mike Donahue have done an incredible job. Oh, I wouldn't absolutely. be surprised, would not be surprised to see uh, uh, the federal lawsuits ending up in the Supreme Court because it depends on which, you know, obviously which um, uh, federal bench um gets the case but there are some that are so liberal that they're going to just uh, they'll rule in favor of the state and rule in favor of the federal government the bureau of ocean energy management or what whatnot but um i think at the end of the day i mean we we have to keep pushing these things forward and 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 in in so doing we're going to slow things down and, and and make things even more expensive and more difficult for the companies that are trying to uh to to put these uh structures in the ocean Absolutely. Well, look, I thought I knew a good bit about this, but boy, that was a tutorial last night and a lot of it highly entertaining, as I said, on top of it. So thank you. And again, uh, the website is SaveOurCoastNJ.com. People can always volunteer, contribute, or at least get more inside this. And as I said, uh, Robin, if you had told me this would be a top three issue for this station which is, you know, a pretty good distance away. It was top one, two, or three. 
most of this year. I would be shocked given all the national stuff, but the dying whales, the emotionality of that, uh, and uh, things like uh, what this would mean ultimately to the Jersey Shore, our vision of it as a birthright, and then the masterful campaign of you and the lawyers and the actual ground troops there, it made the summer incredible. So thank you and uh, continued success, and we'll be there. Thanks so much, Tom. And if I could, uh, can I just make a, I just want to mention that our website is protectourcoastnj.com. Oh, I'm sorry, we got the wrong thing but, here. I, I'm reading but I from love the script. I love yeah. the other name. Yeah, yeah. it's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> protectourcoastnj.com, protectourcoastnj.com. That's awesome. Hey, thanks so much, Dom. Again, it, it, was, uh, it was so great. The evening was amazing with you and your uh, lovely wife uh, uh, joining us. And uh, thanks so much. And let's get Kelsey out, uh, you know, out, uh, next year. Let's. Uh, oh, absolutely. Maybe, We're yeah, already plotting yeah. that. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Robin. All right. Be Have a great day. Thank you. Right. ProtectOurCoastNJ.com. Why did this crop up? across every host here, et cetera, locally. The whales did it in the beginning, you know, and the uh, King Philip, the King of Hair, just shoving it down our throat. And this is one time they didn't with everything in the world arrayed in their favor. That doesn't mean they're giving up, though. You know, you, you got to take this. There's another fight. There's another day. Bring it on. We're fighting here for a way of life. We're fighting for a country, be it in this election cycle or something like this. And we won this one. Yeah, but uh, why don't they just go away? They're not going to go away. They're not going to go away on abortion. And my biggest disappointment for this week is, uh, and I'm hooked into several of these people. I'm trying to egg them on. Republicans need to do and maybe do it quietly, but uh, all hands on deck with some of their best people coming up with more strategies on how to deal with abortion, all right? Not the idea that we should give up on being pro-life or anything else, so just let them have, I'm not saying anything like that, you know that. But it's clear, the, part of the problem is you have some of these Republicans hell-bent for this goofball stuff with these caucuses in Iowa, DeSantis, Tim Scott, Mike Pence was, to go full bore on the abortion thing and to continue to go down that path. Well, as long as prominent figures do that, the media is going to seize on that, and we are going to lose. It's pretty simple. We've seen it play out here. It doesn't mean we have to lose, though, on this. All right, 855-839-1210. Love to get your reaction to that. Why was this issue? That's what I told this 150 people or so last night with our listeners was top of mind. It came up again and again and again. Different instances, different situations. It wasn't just a Jersey thing because most people listening now, we go to the Jersey Shore. And this, uh, I would say it was up there as much as parental rights, you know? And, and, and here's a, a thing. Why in Jersey? And I realize, you know, it's a very, very progressive state. I thought parental rights had a real shot at giving a boost to Republicans. But it's true, even though abortion's in the Constitution. 
That went a long way to energize their voters on Tuesday, even in New Jersey. Ed Dare's comments are indefensible. He wasn't in office then when he put him out. You know, and I didn't know that they would uh, use him as the lightning rod on what he said about closing your legs and all the rest of it. And they bounced that to most Republicans. See, that's where the media advantage is. We get somebody who says something wild. And then they make every Republican answer that for the rest of time. Now, you know what Newt Gingrich does beautifully? He says, yeah, I'll answer that. And then he says, but first, how about this major problem in front of us? What do you have to say about, you know, he did it to John King during the, if you remember, the 2012 presidential run that was so illustrative of what Republicans ought to do. But only a few of them seem to have the will or the ability to do that. On the other side, you can have a whole phalanx of these people, like just the squad, saying the most hateful, wild things. The media doesn't make the average Democrat have to answer for Tlaib or any of these people. That's the media advantage part of it. So the only thing you can do on the spot is go after them on that. Well, then also having a better answer to the question. Try to use your moment on that. That's a big media advantage. I get it. We can't whine about it, though. That's the field that we're on. You still have to win. It's not about, oh, that's unfair. Note it, stipulate it. We know that. Constantly. I mean, what's the Inquirer got as a big like uh, seven-printed-page story today? Pennsylvanians have been spinning wheels for two decades, and they interview all these people in windmills and rural areas of Pennsylvania, and they're all saying, why are these people complaining in New Jersey? Well, I wish I were there. I'll tell you why we're complaining. Are you kidding me? They have windmills out in the middle of nowhere there, and they're not uh, skyscrapers of just ginormous expanse. These are relatively small. So shut up. You can have your windmills. Don't tell us why are we complaining. What's the big deal about the windmills? We know exactly what the big deal is. These aren't in the middle of oceans. Are you kidding me? And they're relatively tiny in comparison. Imagine, as a major wind energy supplier pulls plans to build off the coast of New Jersey, turbines spin on at Pennsylvania's wind farms and business as usual. In other words, what's the big deal? It's constantly with the Inquirer. What's the big deal? All you people are nuts. Why are you so emotional? It's just political. Face it. You don't care about the whales. You're a conservative. You don't care about the environment. Neither do those phony environmental groups who got all their money. It was raw, genuine emotion last night hearing people talk about the whales, about the dolphins, about what it would do to hardworking fishermen. And yes, what it would do to the beautiful Jersey Shore. That's what it's about. Not some wind farm on top of some grassy knoll in some godforsaken place in Pennsylvania. Is there nothing they won't stoop to over this? They just can't give it up and admit this was wrong. This was Murphy just shoving it through. Not for money. I've never said Murphy's not doing this for money. He's doing it for power. He wants to be president. You get a gold star for this. It's not always just about money with some of these folks. For some, it was. But for many, this is the ultimate virtue signal. I'll destroy the Jersey Shore to save us. 
right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. You get in. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, uh, you just push that uh, pound 1210 and you get on board. Uh, And hit us with that scene today in honor of veterans. Not the film, but a scene from a film that to you, we've had some funny ones, some serious ones, doesn't matter. It's all in the telling, all from you. Here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, Tom Giordano Show. Welcome in, everyone. 855-839-1210. Neil Zorner TV guy will be here. We got a great uh, Money Melody that Dan set up and a very tremendous prize for that. Uh, And uh, it involves a veteran in some way, shape, or form singing the song. So we have all that uh, going on. Let's go to Tom in Voorhees. Tom, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Tom. Welcome in. Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, I was at the event last night, and uh, it was fabulous. You took it to another level. Thanks for coming. And I think why this issue is so emotional, I, like many, I grew up down the shore. My, my earliest memories are from the shore. I want my parents, then my buddies, and now my kids and grandkids. And I got sand in my shoes a long time. So I think... This really resonates with a lot of people in the area, even though they don't necessarily live there. Yeah, and, and I think, and I think what put it on the map, though, of what were the consequences of what was happening, the deaths of the whales, the constant drumbeat, seeing that on the beach, that, you know, people, busy lives, Tom, and they weren't focused on this, that did. And then the arguments that were rational about this appealed to them, and just the unbelievable petty tyranny of shoving it down the throats of people that got him going. Yeah, and like you said, it's almost like a Rocky story because, yes. you know, in Jersey, when they want something, they get it. And <laughs> so it was a huge, huge victory. And, uh, Oh yeah. And it I mean, awesome. it, it is the biggest of the year that the stations associated with that. I can think uh, given the election cycle, we didn't have too many of those. I'm trying to think of some others here, Tom, and maybe they'll come to me. Uh, it was the biggest, though, and it was out of nowhere. I asked at least a dozen people, did you think this was coming? It was just out of nowhere. They signed up for years. Maybe you were one of them, too, thinking these lawsuits are going to bleed them, and ultimately they'll collapse. Right. But to say uh-huh. no mas out of nowhere was amazing. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. What's your uh, scene? You some hope. Yeah, what's your scene? Well, it's, it's not uh, Rocky, but it is Stallone. In Rambo, where okay. he says to Troutman at the end, I wish my country loved me as much as I love my country. Great scene. So. Great line. Thank you, Tom. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Uh, I'm so glad to hear from somebody who was at the event last night uh, around this. And again, is that the biggest win we've been associated with this year? I'm trying to think of some of the other battles here that have gone on in this election cycle, even though an off-off year was a big moment 
with a lot of big things at stake. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court race, definitely at stake, loss. I was looking at the commissioner's race out in Chester County, giving Cavalcanti, et cetera, loss. Then I thought Bucks County, there was a reasonable shot, given their annex, loss. Um, well, uh, I think a win. We beat Helen Gim. We were a major part of it, too, in alerting people here in Philadelphia. And the person who won, at least on paper, Sherelle Parker, is going to be noticeably different in law enforcement and things of that nature. So, yeah, but I think the Wales thing is the one that several, several of us, several shows and listeners were directly involved in. I, I may be missing one. We'll, we'll see. I it, think you is, are, Dom. What's that, Jim? How can you forget Larry Krasner? He is impeached. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Well, uh, that's, by the way, thank you for reminding me that because November 27th, right after Thanksgiving, the arguments go before the Supreme Court. Let's see what this hack, I don't think he has a part in this, by the way. Um, That would be uh, Mr. McCaffrey. Uh, The arguments go before the Supreme Court to determine the impeach Larry Krasner. Is that official now? And then do we move on to the potential trial? In the Senate, where the Senate would have to engage in this. So, you know, I'm not giving up on that forever. Yeah, but it takes forever. Okay, well, then if you don't, if you're not in it to win it, then it's okay. That's the way you have to look at it. Hey, this is a lifetime thing here. Good things come to those who wait. Well, or good things come to those who are constantly on the attack. Exactly. Yes. And Dom Giordano is constantly on the attack. He ain't giving this up. Now, this is, uh, so we'll see. The impeach Larry Kratz. That's a good one. These folks, though, just incredible uh, across the South Jersey and, and also from uh, Philadelphia. So it's a group that you may want to get involved in if you treasure the Jersey Shore, as we all do. I mean, uh, you know, Roe would have us there more than, I think we're over 30 days a year at the Jersey Shore at least. If it hits 70, can't we go to the shore? All right, 855 More of your calls uh, coming up. And Ohio now turning up the heat. I want to take your temperature on Pennsylvania because Ohio on the abortion issue had another draw. They were smart Democrats on this to get people to come out and vote. And that other draw was they legalized marijuana in Ohio. Now, Ohio, I'm not looking at a map here. Let me think for a moment. Ohio borders Pennsylvania, right? Uh, we're bordered by New Jersey. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any state that borders us now or any pretty close to us that is not legalized marijuana. I, I'm not sure if it's 26 states, 27 states, somewhere around that. All right, coming up. Are they ready in Pennsylvania to legalize marijuana? And something I would trade legalized marijuana to also open up. I'll tell you what that is next. At 855-839-1210. You know, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Make your own bets. Choose from tons of pre-made bets on the app. 
other words, you don't have to be a football expert. You really don't. It will have a lot of fun with this and big winnings are possible. All you have to do is something simple. Visit FanDuel.com slash Dom. FanDuel.com slash Dom, D-O-M. And FanDuel Sportsbook, first of all, is the official partner of 1210 WPHC, FanDuel official partner of the NFL. You have to be 21 plus, present in Pennsylvania, first online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Tom Giordano Show. Welcome in. 855-839-1210. I'll play it for you when we uh, get this. But we just saw who is somebody who is arguably could be the most radical member of the squad, even though she's like a six-man or woman of the squad. Corey Bush. African-American congresswoman from the St. Louis area. And she just said, call, uh, says her call on Israel to relinquish its right to self-defense is just like when she rioted during the Ferguson uprising. And she had to listen to the call to relinquish her right to self-defense. Just think of the perversion of America, of this woman, and the district of where she comes from. So Israel should give up this right to self-defense because she's living under tyranny, like in Ferguson, and she had to give up her right to self-defense during the George Floyd summer. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Henry. So here are the stylings of squad wannabe. And I would argue she's right a heavyweight up there with Tlaib and uh, Omar and even louder if possible, in her disdain for America. Listen to what she said. I remember being on the ground during the Ferguson uprising. And I remember not knowing what to do with tear gas. Mm -hmm. The tear gas was hitting us and didn't know what to do. And I remember one day a a, 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 a delegation of folks from Palestine showed up and taught us what to do. And then from there I knew how to survive the next day with all of the tear gas. But one thing that I saw, rubber bullets flying, there were dogs and all of the things that were happening. But if I just traveled a mile away, there was no tear gas. There was none of this happening. And it was just like people going on with their day. Well, that's what's happening right now. Ah, so this is what's now. Now you see the linkage here. All right. Corey Bush, people like this, you could see where some of this is coming from. Some of the radical elements of the left, African-Americans, Black Lives Matter, Corey Bush types, there's this bond, this hatred of Jews, this hatred of Israel, and this bond with the poor Palestinians who came and linked with them. With Corey Bush and others, the place to make them pay is at the polls. Now, you're not going to defeat her necessarily in her district, but what I'm saying is to use this sheer unadulterated hatred and hatred of America, of the squad and their fifth and sixth man or persons to win. But in a broader context, what do we do with people that are not citizens that are here, that are on college campuses and the like, and are spewing things? that are directly threatening, celebrating Hamas, et cetera. 
I would say we could revoke their visa. We don't need them here. They don't have this uh, right to freedom of speech in the manner of a Cory Bush. And that's what we ought to be doing. It is, uh, I'm looking at this uh, pinata of Israel, of Jews, that they were smashing at a college campus with sticks and all. It's just uh, an endless barrage of this stuff. And it's not going to stop. Uh, we learned during this whole escapade, my alma mater, LaSalle, still has not done anything with their Muslim Student Association. I got onto it thanks to a listener. They put up that letter that Harvard students wrote about they blame Israel, you know, the classic thing. And the signatories over at LaSalle were the um, ambassadors to LaSalle that meet with parents and kids to come to LaSalle, the residents group, the powerlifting club, and related groups that were all the face of LaSalle. And all LaSalle did was make them take down so we couldn't see who these signatories were. That's all that they did. They should have disbanded them. Now, they can still mean if they want, but say you're not affiliated with LaSalle. You're affiliated with hatred. That's it. Last Friday, I guess it was, we had on a LaSalle professor who complained about what LaSalle put up on Twitter, which held on a moral ground the Palestinians and Israel as the same. They ultimately took it down when she complained, but they would not put up a tweet explaining why that initial tweet was morally wrong, was out of bounds. They're not fulfilling their role at my alma mater as teachers of anything. That's what's pretty clear through this. Now, we already know the antagonism toward people going to college, the cost, the anti-Americanism, the indoctrination up and down the line. But I particularly tell you when it's a Christian slash college and when it's local and you see this stuff, and we have so many alums of places like this, it is hard to believe. In fact, we told you about this coalition of American colleges. There's about 120 or so now that have signed a letter condemning all this nonsense. To my knowledge, I didn't check today. None of the local colleges has signed off on this. What's so hard? None of the big six here have signed off on it. And again, I don't see the Archbishop in Philadelphia. I don't see the Catholic Church saying much of anything. I also blame them, or they have a role in this, and whether you're a Catholic or not, is it out of bounds to say they must believe they have no voice anymore? They tell us they're the big pro-life institution. I challenge that. They did not speak up about this election cycle. They did not say anything about this, particularly with the Catholics, including the president, that are involved. This is the big issue right now. The other thing I'm trying to figure out, I don't believe it, just so you know, that Americans are for abortion on demand at any stage of life of the baby. That's what they want. Face it. Republicans can never win until they capitulate on it. I don't believe that. I don't know what the spot is, given the media misinformation on all this. But I do know that these Republicans that are still talking about no exceptions and six-week bans, they are poison. you got to face it. We've been saying this for a while. I'll say it more directly. Ron DeSantis 
I think, is as buttoned up as anybody. He's got a great record in Florida. Yeah, he's socially awkward on the campaign trail. He's been a bust. If somehow or another Trump was not the nominee because of the legal thing, I think he will be despite the legal thing. I couldn't support Ron DeSantis being a nominee because he's still on the six-week abortion ban. If you say stuff like that, remember when we talked to these guys, Dave White, Doug Mastriano, they were asked during a debate. uh, It was uh, Lou Barletta, Bill McSwain, and those two. How many people, raise your hand, out of the four or five still debating, are no exceptions on abortion? Dave White raised his hands. Um, Mastriano, of course, raised his hand. And I say it's an indisputable fact. I said it then, and it should be clear to you now. If you're for no exceptions, you can't possibly be elected in Pennsylvania. It might be true that I don't know you can be elected anywhere in America. Now, if you're running against somebody who, you know, is a complete, uh, has no background, no money, no position at all, you might be able in some red states to be for no exceptions and get by. But by and large, you can't win. And I still see people, prominent people on Twitter I'm not going to surrender to this. Well, guess what? If you continue to lose, you're going to have more and more abortion. Face it. Face reality. All right. Coming up, uh, Neil Zorn, our TV guy here. And we'll get to uh, more of your calls. Had some other people there that were um, against the windmill thing. Were there last night. Spectacular event. I love it when people get it. Celebrate the wins. And use them to give you energy to continue on the issues that matter to you. One of the reasons a lot of people are talk radio listeners. They're looking for a voice. They're looking for a connection on these issues. And just one other thing on the abortion thing. I just don't believe, I don't understand any more data. Maybe Matt Rooney will have it on his weekend show. Why did parental rights not resonate? as much as we thought it would in New Jersey. Are these people really parents saying they don't care if the school districts are going to lie to them and not tell them if their kid is either as a fad or is troubled and wants to use different pronouns and all the rest of it? That's a small thing. It's not about the pronouns. It's about the school saying, we'll do whatever the hell we want. You're only the parent. That's what it's about. Inquired the media trying to tell, eh, it's just a culture war. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Parental rights are just a cultural war. I don't believe that. All right, coming up, Neil Zorn, our TV guy with us. What the heck is good on TV now and coming up? Uh, we'll find out. I'll tell you something that is great care and gets better all the time. That's Dr. Vince, my dentist, board certified prosthodontist. Dr. Vince routinely. He and his staff engage in training during office hours, if necessary, on whatever the latest development is that he has. Many times, it's the new technology. Now, we've been kidding, but it's true. One of the things people have trouble with, maybe one of the reasons they don't go to the dentist even to start with, they don't like the impression-taking process. 
Dr. Bence knows that. Some people gag during it. They have a bad reaction. They just don't, can't take it. Well, the latest investment for Dr. Bence is the Trios 5 scanner. Talk about amazing. The Trios 5, credible design, reduces the potential for patients gagging or discomfort or whatever. That's what they do. It also makes things faster. You get in, you get out, you get moving, you get your plan, you're going to get your teeth, you know the 3D printers. All that is there, plus the art and skill of Dr. Benz. You put them all together, it's as good of dental care as you're going to get anywhere that I know of. To make that initial appointment, to see what I've been talking about for years, go to BentzDentalGroup.com, B-E-N-T-Z, or call them now at 610-272-6949. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Winter is coming. Our face down with a flattened, like a single sculpture. Ah, someone snitched. You want me? Earn me. We're not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm in a dream. That's right, Dolores. You're in a dream. I am the one who knocks. And now Neil Zorin with what's on TV. Yeah, that's right. Every other week, Neil Zorin with us here to tell us what's good that's on TV. Hello, Neil. Welcome in. Hi, good to be here. First of all, one thing, windmills, bah, humbug. Yeah. They, are, they are the biggest, they are almost as big as, they're a bigger scam than solar panels, even though those solar panels may eventually work. The uh, windmills d- definitely don't. Uh, don't get me started on the vir- environmental uh, situation. Just remember that I think green, all gr- the green piece along with Hamas are terrorists. So that's <laughs> Well, and I tell people, yeah. I t- and I tell people who, who, who mourn over not being able to get paper, not being able to get straws. I said it was one turtle, one turtle. Well, it was <laughs> one Boy Scout. We traced him, Neil, in California, who said we use a billion a day, which is preposterous. He did it for a merit badge or something. I'm not making it up. And that's uh-huh. where the straw thing started. But uh, Neil, <laughs> I'm not seeing much. I really need your help this weekend and beyond. You know, you can go as far as you want into this year. Uh, what's good on TV right now or even better coming up? Uh, last time you were on, we had Fear City and Go Get Gotti. I really love both of them. Well done. But I'm not seeing a whole lot right now. And you're, and you're not going to because the strike just ended. So there's production. But I think there are things coming up this month. 
that are better than what's been. Let's okay. put it that way. And and also, by the way, I've been I've been, my war this month is with is with the people who provide television. I mean, Star uh, not Starbucks. Starbucks had nothing to do with it. Comcast um, almost doubled my bill, but I'm not getting double the value for it. And I have now to play the game where I have to cancel my service and get new services, a new customer to get a price that, that is actually fair as opposed to the one they do. And they don't reward you for loyalty. They, 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 they're terrible about it. And same thing with other things. So I'm a little miffed at uh, television providers right now, but, um, I think I think for one thing, there is a novel uh, that was out a few years ago, probably more than about uh, seven years ago now, called "All the Light, All the Light We Cannot See." It was a very right. popular novel. It's, it's a good book. It's a good book, not a great book, but a good book uh, by by um, by Anthony Doerr. And the television series of that sort of matches matches the style of the book, which means it's good but not great. It's a good story. It'll keep it going. It has it has some poignance to it. It has a lot of sentimentality to it. It's about a blind girl running a radio station that her father and grandfather began. Um, and, they, and in the last days of the war, the Nazis want to find her and do it with the radio station. Meanwhile, she's a, there's a German soldier attracted to her, so there's a romance, there's some history. It's a good, it's a good piece. Again, not a blockbuster, even though most people would say the novel was. I wouldn't. I would say it was just a good, solid read. And it's a good, solid show. The things that are coming up depend on what you like. So, for instance, I'm excited that uh, that Fargo is coming back on thir- on Tuesday, the 21st. Whoa, wait a minute. Coming- that is, wait a minute there, Neil. There we go. Yes, so Fargo gives, so Fargo is is the great hope here. Uh, okay. It will be on Hulu starting on, uh, and then I don't like the Squid Game, but for people who like the Squid Game, that's coming back on Thursday, the 23rd. Uh, I do like The Crown very much, and I love Amelda Staunton, who is playing Queen Elizabeth in this round of The Crown. So that is coming on um, Thursday, this Thursday, November 16th. And one of my guilty pleasures is watching. I don't watch much of the Food Network because, first of all, I can't keep track of all the people. And second of all, they don't really show you how to make the things. They just make it in front of you. But there is a show called Chopped that I like, where they where they give people odd ingredients that they don't know are coming, um, student chefs, and they they have to make them into something, and uh, and now they're doing. They're starting their new season on um, Tuesday, also. So there are some things that I think are of value coming up. Also, if you're a fan of For All Mankind, which I'm not, I don't like the rewriting of the history, and I, I I don't think they've been fanciful enough. I think they've been I, I think they've been trying hard, but I I just usually roll my eyes and shrug my shoulders. Well, at wait it. a minute, that Neil. For All Mankind, so I think the rewriting went a little too far, humanizing, showing these were not choir boys, somewhat one thing, right? But I think you're right. They took it to an extreme level. They always they always do. First of all, you're dealing with Hollywood people, so they're not going they're not yeah. going to be fair. They're not they're going to go through the things uh, the things we're going through now. When you talk about the cultural wars, talk about now somebody once saw it, said to me, but you never take you never take colonization to effect. I said because it happened. It's not worth my taking. It's happened already. You have to deal with the now, not what happened then. And what did you want the country to be? Think of what it would be if, if it wasn't colonized, the United States. So let's 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 talk turkey here. Anyway, 
So, so I'm not really, I'm not, I don't trust Hollywood people for where they're going to go. I'm beginning to watch a show called The Fellow Travelers. I'm not into it far enough to make an assessment of it. But, um, you know, that's another one where I worry about the politics might take over from a story which seems to be pretty good about somebody who's now a, a, a government official at one point. Um, was involved one in with McCarthyism, one with um, with communism, and how that. Yeah, yeah where do we find uh, fellow travelers? Uh, fellow travelers is on Showtime, and and there's a show coming on starting uh, on Sunday called The Curse that I'm also interested in, mainly because it stars Emma Stone. It also stars Nathan Fielding. There's done a lot of good sort of um, you know uh, behind the scenes. Not not behind the scenes comedy. It's just not. It's just I know not who he is. Oh yeah, head, yeah. It's just not the stuff that gets headlines. But it's actually been the stuff has actually been pretty good. And he and Emma Stone are starring in a comedy called The Curse. So The Curse is a comedy. They are. Um, um, they they are people who do a um, an HGTV type home home repair show in a, in a in a small in a small market, and um, so we don't know what the curse is yet, but allegedly it's a comedy, so we'll do that. And when it comes to documentaries, the, the one I'm really looking forward to is I'm as you know one of my things I I'm a, I love presidency of the United States. I know a lot about presidents of the United States. I have since I was a kid. And what, actually, Lyndon Johnson is probably the president that I have the most yin and yang with because he was so powerful and so effective, yet he did so much damage between Vietnam and his great society. He really did. He really did put the country in, in, in a downward slide that, that Ronald Reagan helped to fix, but that still is there. And uh, the brains behind Lyndon Johnson, there was a Mad Magazine cartoon once that did a parody of Lyndon Johnson to the tunes of My Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. And the one of the tunes was, oh, Lyndon Baines rolls mainly with my brains. And that was Lady Bird singing. Well, now there's going to be a documentary about Lady Bird that starts on Hulu on Monday called The Lady Bird Diaries. Apparently, she record, she wrote and recorded everything that happened during the White House years um, and Johnson's White House years, which would be uh, 1963, obviously, the right. 60th anniversary of his inauguration coming up with Kennedy's assassination to 1969 when Nixon is inaugurated. And um, and so I, I find that interesting because I think it would be okay. nice to hear her right. reflections. I think she's an underrated woman. Neil, um, a so tremendous there, there amount of stuff up. this week. That is good. So yeah. I got to check out Fargo. Certainly, Neil. Where okay. do we find you until uh, two weeks from today? You'll find me in the Delaware County Daily Times, and you'll find me at neilspaper.com. Thank you, Neil. Have a nice weekend. All right, Fargo coming back. Interested. Uh, Dom's Money Melody, a lot of people want to get into. All that coming up, big 2 o'clock hour, Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays 9 till noon on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, three Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. It is Dom time. Welcome in, everyone. Dom Giordano Show, 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Dom's Money Melody coming up for a... Big prize today, and it involves veterans. That's our side question, too. That scene in a film about veterans, either in combat or not, and we've had some great ones, not in combat even. Uh, by the way, Babylon B does it again. 
They're headlining a new Grand Theft Auto game that will have an unlockable Soros DA mode where all crime is legal. Let's think of Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. Let's play it where all crime is legal here. All right, we'll see this week. We're going to have um, Sherelle Parker on, no. new, new mayor, on, um, I think it's Wednesday now. And she, uh, we played you that uh, comment she made the other day. Uh, this is uh, cut 4B, Henry. Here is Sherelle Parker saying we're going to have a sense of order. And she also talks about the idea you're not going to be able to steal $499, up to 500 in other words, and get away with it. Here's what she said. Wait, you all heard me. I used the term so much, the press started making fun of me every time I said intergovernmental cooperation. I said it so much. Local, state, federal government. Any agency that can add value in helping us make public health and safety the number one priority. If we make decisions, there are going to be some people who are not going to like them. There are going to be some people who are going to say some things that are not nice. They're, listen, I need you all to know that we are prepared. That we, that we know we have to make these tough decisions. But when you hear about people altering their lives and moving where their favorite chair is in their living room because they are afraid, that tells us that we have a challenge. You won't be able to go in the store and steal $499 worth of merchandise and just think that it's okay. We All right, so you can stop it there. You can stop it there, guys. So that is the key point. Well, Larry Krasner is saying, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Because that's what the rule is, and that's what I'm going to do. And by the way, he doesn't enforce it. If it's over $4.99, it's not like, oh, man, you're going to go to the slammer now. We're still waiting to see, oh, what was her name now? Uh, I know about, remember the uh, Wawa 100, the woman wanting her sandwich made. What was the woman's name? It's been a while since the looting, rioting that happened in the wake of the decision with the cop that had her own show online, and she was at the protest. Um, what was the nickname? I'll have to Google it or look it up during the break. We still haven't seen anything there about what the penalty is going to be for that woman and the other that the police did a good job of bringing in and putting down the looting and rioting. Are you, uh, are you talking about Meatball? Meatball. It wasn't Meatball. Okay. I didn't want to say a bad nickname there. Yes. All right. Uh, Meatball. By All the right. way, Grand Theft Audio, do you yes. know that they're ripping you off, Dom? Why is that? They're ripping you. They're, they're talking about a video game with the D8. That, that's Krasnerland. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, thank you. To, we to, put to, that quote, on. to uh, quote the great Howard Stern, uh, they're ripping you off, Dom. Uh, you know what? Uh, please, uh, somebody in there in the producer's lounge, send a strongly worded letter to the Babylon Bee. Yeah, they're stealing saying, your idea. Uh, we already have that here in Philadelphia. It's Krasnerland. Thank you, Jim. All right, let me go to a caller here. Uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian uh, in uh, Vineland. Hi, welcome. You were at the event last night. Hi, Dom. I'm glad you and Ro made it home safe and sound. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, um, it was a wonderful event and uh, extremely enlightening. The speakers were, uh, I learned so much from everyone that talked last night. And um, it was a pleasure having you be our 
our host, <laughs> our MC, rather. Um, you asked about something uh, that might supersede the victory of Orsted pulling out. And we have a little local victory where I live in Cumberland County, New Jersey. As of Tuesday night, um, election results, we turned Cumberland County red after decades of it being blue. Well, that is uh, underplay. I know about it. I'm glad you mentioned it. That's Mike Testa and uh, everybody else there. Yeah. So that's good news. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Testa is chairman of the Republican, the Cumberland County Republican Party, and he is a phenomenal uh, political leader. Um, he's going to benefit the state, uh, I predict, you know, in the well, future. Well, let's seg him on to run for uh, Senate. Uh, I think he could take on Tammy Murphy and Phil Murphy's hair at the same time. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Uh, that is a good note. We're, you know, we're looking for some uh, uh, paths of light here. That's true. That did happen there. All right. Our side question today, a film, not necessarily combat, a scene is what I want. Tell us about that scene involving veterans. The one, um, A Few Good Men, that's been said. That was a great one. We, we've had several, some of them funny. Uh, let's go to Joe in Maryland. All right, Joe, good afternoon. What's your veterans film scene? Hey, Dom. Um, yeah, if you Apocalypse Now, when the cavalry captain, Robert Duval, was on the beachhead and he was talking to the little uh, the grunts there and they ran the napalm thing and he said, I love the smell of napalm in the morning because it requires victory. Yep, that is a, uh, you know, that whole film, uh, Marlon Brando in it, etc. Everything about it. That film being shot, it it teeters on how did they actually get through the film? It's that surreal. That's a yeah, good well, one. I'm in a Vietnam vet era, so I, I you know it, it comes back for me. I hear you, Joe. That is a good one. Uh, thank you too for your service today. One of the first veterans that I know of that's called in. Uh, let's go to um, Bruce in the Northeast early today. Bruce, what's your scene? Hey, Dom. Happy Friday to you. And Thank you. Uh, kudos to Henry Pinch hitting today also, you know. All right. Thank yes, you. designated hitter. Yeah, doing good. Uh, my movie, the movie uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, it was like a Civil War theme. Yeah. And uh, he, was, his car, he was confronted by four Union soldiers, and they had a standoff in the street there. And he says to them, were you going to pull those pistols or whistle Dixie? And, <laughs> yeah. and then they had the shootout right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is, uh, that's a very, very underrated Eastwood. Thank you. Thanks uh, very much. Maureen in Winwoods with Dom. Maureen, good Friday to you. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Dom. I have It's okay. That's all right. Sorry. Um, so you just want my film or did you want anything else? Oh, I thought you called about the windmills. You have a place in Ventnor, you told me. How would Ventnor be affected? Yeah, yeah. You're Atlantic City, right? Well, well, yeah, I called about a lot of stuff. I, well, Ventnor is right next to Atlantic City, right. depending on what exit you take right. off of the, the, you know, exit one, you right. can actually see them. And uh, as I was telling your call screener, like, I, I never see them moving. You know, they're off in the distance, but I can see them in Atlantic City. And I've never seen them move in seven years that I go down there regularly. <laughs> 
They're never moving. So. Uh, whenever we go over to Brigantine to Andres and all, I don't see those windmills spinning that much either. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the ridiculousness of it. Besides, the idea of killing all that marine life is just abhorrent to me. It's just uh, abhorrent. Absolutely. What's your scene? What's your scene, Marine, with veterans? Uh, well, my scene might be a bit obscure, but you might get it. Um, it's Forrest Gump, and Bubba and Forrest are scrubbing the floors. They're in the army and they're scrubbing the floors, and Bubba is sitting there, sa- kneeling there, saying, "Shrimp with grits, shrimp <laughs> with hot sauce, shrimp with, you know." Yes. It's, it's it's funny and it's touching because later on he names his company the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Absolutely. Thank you. That is. Yeah, he runs out. He just stops to count. That's right. Uh, Bob Gump <laughs> shrimp, what yeah. they got. Yeah, he, he stops to count after about 200 forms of shrimp. Yeah. All Lemon right. shrimp, coconut shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> That's a household name. All right. It is time, though, right now on a Friday. And great prize for what? It's Dobbs Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? That is exactly right. You win today, and you're going to win a pair of tickets to a very Philly Christmas at Kimmel Center Verizon Hall on December 2nd at 3 p.m. featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, no-name pops, in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. You're going to have a blast. Uh, Henry, what's the backstory here of what we're looking for yeah, today? So, in honor of our prize being right. uh, Christmas themed, I'm gonna play a Christmas song, and we want the veteran that sings this Christmas song. All right? Okay. So, a veteran sings this Christmas song. We're looking for the name of the singer who is a veteran. Okay. Yes. All right. Christmas time's coming. Christmas time's coming. Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going home. All right. Uh, not as, it's no cover here. It, this is the actual Dan usually with the covers. This is a veteran singing that. Just give us a little more taste. Country home. Christmas time's are coming. Christmas time's are coming. Christmas time's are coming. And I know I'm going home. All right, name that singer who is a veteran here on pre-Veterans Day with the holidays kind of celebrated today. 855-839-1210. And we're going to send you off uh, to a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall. 855-839-1210. That's how you do it. A holiday season planning is here. Yep. Got to plan up. Thinking about what to put on your table? Captain Chucky's, of course. At Captain Chucky's, they're always trying to keep things new and fresh. If you haven't tried the new banging crab ravioli, lobster ravioli, their amazing blush sauce, now's the time. And then there's Captain Chucky's brand new product, the Philly Famous Clams Casino, mouthwatering addition to your table. Ask your local Captain Chucky's for availability. Several choices of breaded, non-breaded crab cakes, literally a crab cake for everybody. Dessert, soup, sides, appetizers, my personal favorite, the Dom Roll. And they're using only the highest quality ingredients, or golf shrimp. Huge hit, always wild caught, never farm raised. Perfect time to order for football viewing parties. Definitely, though, call now, like now, and get your order in for Thanksgiving and holidays. Uh, complete a, the holidays with a delicious tray, all kinds of things of your favorite seafood from Captain Chucky's. And visit Captain Chucky's locations now everywhere. New owners, 
uh, Frank Valachi and Michaela Burns in Colmar, John and Cindy Clark in Huntington Valley, Tony and Jamie Parson in Cinnamonson and Runnymede, New Jersey, the Vogelsang family in Flowertown, see the Smeraglia family. In Ocean City, it's Chris and Donna Ryan in Seattle, the McCann family. Seattle and Ocean City open Fridays and Saturdays, noon to five. Congrats to Sam Cancieri and Irish Mike McGarry as Medford, New Jersey. That location has been open. Northeast Philadelphia Home Circle now open. Congrats to the Graziani family. Remember the website, welovecrabcakes.com. It's the Money Melody. Where has all the money gone? Show me the money. Okay, it is the Dom Giordano Show, Dom's Money Melody. Let's just hear a snippet of what we're looking for, the name of the singer today, who is a veteran. Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going home. All right, I'm almost shocked by the answer. We got a great prize. Let's see if Joe in East Norriton knows who it is. Joe, who's that veteran singer there? Hi, Dom. Uh, my guess is, is it like Jerry Garcia? Yes, it is. What gave it away to you, Joe? Well, I, I, I love that guy. It kind of sounded like him. And I said, well, let me take a shot at it. And uh, sure, it sure was. All right. Enjoy, Joe. You just won a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas. Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, December 2nd, 3 p.m. Featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. Did not know that Jerry Garcia was a veteran. Nicely played. We'll do it all again on Monday at about uh, 2.13. We'll go forward with that. All right, 855-839-1210. You get in AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Uh, A couple of things. Joe Manchin, I think, clearly is going to run for president. Hasn't announced that yet. I think he's going to get in. And I, there's no new poll if he does get in. We'll have to wait a week or so until he would get in with a new party. But I'm looking at a poll from just yesterday, and it confirms one from the day before, pretty similar. And the only thing that matters from these polling is not the national you know, Trump 46, Biden 46, it doesn't matter. We all know what matters. The swing states. This poll does something interesting. All right, Georgia, Trump versus Biden, Trump 48, Biden 41. But then Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy versus West. Then you'd have to put in Jill Stein and Manchin. Well, now this Bloomberg poll has it Trump plus nine when you put Kennedy in. It's Trump 43, Biden 34, Kennedy 10. So at least there, if you notice, Trump's plus seven when it's just Trump Biden. If Kennedy is able to get on the ballot there, he helps Trump, at least on paper, what we're seeing. So uh, I have another, Pennsylvania now is a little bit different in that in Pennsylvania, The Bloomberg Morning Consult poll, Trump versus Biden, Trump 47, Biden 44. Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy versus West, Trump 41, Biden 38, Kennedy 8, West 1. Trump's still at a plus three. 
So I don't see any indication yet, and we'll look poll after poll to see that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is actually going to take away from Trump. It may be more of a wash here. Now, I thought he would help Trump, but maybe it's a wash. But Cornell West definitely takes away from Biden. Biden takes away from Biden. I think Joe Manchin takes away from Biden. And I think Jill Stein does. Now, remember, it doesn't have to be enormous number of voters across the country. A few thousand voters, each one of those people influencing in a state like Georgia, in a state like Arizona, we're talking each one only has to influence 1,500 to 5,000 voters to go away from Biden in one way or another. And you're looking at a different election, albeit close. The other thing we're looking at, and we won't know until March or later, Trump's legal problems seems to me uh, he's going to lose some support if he's convicted on the more serious of the cases, January 6th case, for example. Some of these others, even if convicted, he's going to be appealing and people might say it's a wash. I don't care. He's better for my life than Biden. It's a great unknowable. And it's not clear, even if Trump is convicted of a couple of counts here and there, that that's going to stop him. That people are now going to say, some rep- I can't vote for a guy who's a felon. I don't think that's happening. In great numbers, anyhow, around the edges. So this is going to be, even more so than 2016, one of the more exciting, you can't predict almost anything, imaginable races. I still maintain it's going to be Trump and Biden. I don't see how you get Trump out of there. I don't see how you pry Biden out of the White House, particularly with Dr. Jill Biden wanting to be there. I don't see it. I know it's irrational. (laughs) This is what we're going to end up with. But I believe this is what we're going to end up with. This is what you're going to see. All right, our side question today, hit us with that scene from a film involving two veterans, uh, involving veterans. It doesn't have to be in combat. That's what we're looking for uh, on the uh, side question. As I said, Manchin, I would bet on it. It might take a little while, though, is going to run for president. The consensus is he would take away from Biden. That's why he's doing it. Well, he's doing it because he can't win in Virginia. So he's going to try to run uh, nationwide. But Manchin, Mitt Romney is a ticket. That's been thrown. Oh, man. Talk about unappealing. Wow. Uh, so um, I think it's real, though, with uh, Kennedy Jr., that he is in the swing states potentially going to get 6 to 10%. That's if he qualifies. He has a good bit of money. Running the gauntlet, though, to get all those signatures, they don't make it easy, the two major parties, and actually get on the ballot is fairly difficult. And you may not, she may not be on your, the Green Party, uh, Dr. Jill Stein, I've interviewed her, Cornell West, I've interviewed, but if they even get each a half point, this is going to be something that puts, cuts more toward Trump. And in a state like Georgia, it would make it a win. And each one of these where it's that close the last time that you can project, it moves it closer to Trump winning.
How about abortion? Uh, let me play you uh, what uh, President Trump said on Univision last night that is a much better answer. He was asked about it in the context of the Supreme Court. He's not going to back away from putting those judges, getting those judges on the Supreme Court, nor should he. In what universe now, we're being told by some of these pundits, uh, go against the Supreme Court. I have a woman on Twitter coming after me. What kind of a Catholic are you? I'm a Catholic of principle, and that I don't care about winning elections. Well, you can be a Catholic of principle, but if you're not an incrementalist on this, you're not going to win. And you're not going to save anybody. In fact, you're going to make the country a lot worse because you're going to lose even more. Democrats are not going to go away. And you're not going to stop them by saying, well, aren't there bigger issues? They know this energizes their voters. And Republicans have to do a better job of mitigating this. Because every other issue that's major, you can go down the list, they're losers on. All right, here's President Trump on Univision talking about the Supreme Court and abortion. So now, a lot of gay marriage. Coming back to, to the U.S., you appointed three Supreme Court justices. Yeah. How do you view the legacy of your nominations and the impact they've had on decisions ranging from Roe v. Wade, yeah. immigration, um, gay marriage? Well, everybody thought Roe v. Wade wouldn't ever happen, and now it did. And uh, we were able to stop a very radical agenda, the Democrats, with killing babies after birth, killing babies in the ninth month, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I happen to be like Reagan in terms of uh, exceptions. I think the exceptions are very, very important, meaning the life of the mother and rape, incest, et cetera. And I think it's very important. I, I think most Republicans are there. I think when you don't have exceptions, it becomes a very difficult issue politically. I think it's very hard to win, and I think you see that. But we stopped a very radical agenda, and something will be worked out now because of what we were able to do. That was a tremendous thing when we did that. But, you know, if you look at the agenda, the radicals are really the Democrats because they'll kill babies in their eighth and ninth month, and they'll kill babies after birth. If you look at the governor, the former governor of Virginia, kill babies after birth. We had a decision the other day, uh, not too long ago, where... Um, getting into a school, getting into a college now is going to be based on performance. It's going to be based on merit. Nobody thought that would ever happen. So now a lot of people getting into college, they have terrible marks and they have bad everything, and they get in over somebody that has all A's, straight A students. And That was a very pleasant surprise to a lot of people that want to see America be great, that want to see... Okay, Henry, we get the sense from the former president. So... Uh, here again, Trump is not going to run away from the Supreme Court. You know, some of these um, Republican strategists are now in the wake of what we've seen here. The last thing you want to do. And again, I've been saying for a year or so since uh, Mastriano, et cetera, you go to a state like Pennsylvania and say you're for no exceptions. You have no shot at winning because what this does. Any of this around abortion if not handled in more the Trump approach, which is not to be for a six-week ban and things of that nature that DeSantis does, it energizes reluctant voters, younger women, some of these women in the suburbs who may or may not vote, particularly in off-year elections. 
I'm, you can be stunned by it. I am, too, that they place this high of a priority, particularly in a place like Jersey, where it's embedded into the Constitution. But that's the reality here. So some of these uh, Republican strategists, though, are crazed. They're saying to turtle up and actually not take credit for what the Supreme Court has done. The Supreme Court did exactly the right thing. It took away something, Roe v. Wade, that was not constitutional, and it threw this debate back to where it ought to be in the state legislatures or as a referenda, whichever way we go. And what Democrats are going to try to do, told you this yesterday, in these upcoming swing states, they're going to try to get something on abortion, whatever that might be, on the ballots as an initiative, as a vote up on that. And if they do, when people come out to vote on that, they will come out in more numbers to vote on the presidential election and other, the Senate and House. That's the way it works. It's a ploy that shouldn't on paperwork with so many other problems that are enormous. But, um, I think it has legs into 2024, and I want to see what the Republican counter is going to be as a strategy, as a branding on it. If you want to win, you got to break this down and figure out where do we go to win and incrementally win state by state. And if you're a pro-life person like the person on Twitter that hits at me, I'm not going to attack your principle on this. But if you look at this, the way to win is a long-term battle. You're not going to magically overnight ban abortion. And any talk of that or anything significant like that backfires. I would not argue that we are further back than we were as far as abortion, pure pro-life, when Roe v. Wade was in effect and now that it's not in effect. But if not handled properly, it's going to present in a lot of losses that are not necessary in any way, shape, or form, and won't help on the abortion front. So, you know, when I see a Mark Halk out there, I love the guy's principles, his story, what he did. But he told me, now the last time he changed a little bit, he's running against Brian Fitzpatrick, who I think bills himself as pro-life. But Mark is a no-exceptions guy. Now, do you really think that could possibly, in any universe, win in Bucks County for Congress? Let's say he became the nominee. You know what it would be like? They would spend 20 to 30. They would spend every dollar imaginable. Even a guy who is as principled as they come, tremendous family. You know the whole story. This is obvious. What's happening here? So is that the better strategy or is it incrementalism to win? And also, uh, Pastor Bill Devlin, we'll go to next here, too, is on the line. The Archbishop, the Catholic Church, do they, have they lost it? Maybe, maybe they really, you know, maybe I shouldn't wish for that. Let's say the Archbishop said something about these Catholic politicians, let alone even doing something in this debate. Would that backfire? Would we lose even worse? But they're absent without leave. Where are they? 
They have to be in the public square. It's not enough in the church to tell people who are already believers. They have to persuade other people on this position that you can't be in good faith like the president of the United States is a Catholic and be for abortion on demand. It doesn't work that way. All right. Paul's coming up. Then the lightning round. You know, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Make your own bets or choose from tons of pre-made bets. Same game parlays. They have them made up for you. You don't have to be a football expert. And with live betting, you get updated odds on games that have already started. You can bet on that if you choose. If you've been thinking about FanDuel, no better time. On all those things, over-unders, player props, they have everything. And it's easy. Great deals right now. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Dom, D-O-M. FanDuel.com slash Dom. And FanDuel.com, FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHD, FanDuel official partner of the NFL. You have to be 21 plus present in Pennsylvania. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, time to your Tano show. Everything in order. We'll get a winner here today and a winner for the week for the great Captain Chucky's We Love Crabcakes.com. Let's go to veteran and pastor Bill Devlin. Bill Devlin, thank you very much for your service, as always, on so many fronts uh, around the world. Yeah, Dom, thank you so much. I'm just in from northern Nigeria, and I am a incrementalist. And also, I love what you say about persuasion. So, yes, where are the Catholic bishops? And, you know, on this issue of the sanctity of life, as I like to call it, it's all about a half a loaf is better than no loaf. And leadership abhors a vacuum. So just like when I was over in Vietnam as a young man, we could not take every hill but we could take some hills. And so, you know, that's exactly the Mother Teresa's strategy when she was asked, well, are you helping everyone? And she, Mother Teresa, God bless her soul, St. Mother Teresa, she said, I can help one. I can help one. So that's really your strategy, uh, Dom, as we move forward on this. And, uh, we want to promote the sanctity of life. It's all about persuasion. It's all about incrementalism. And a half a loaf is better than none. And on the side question, okay, here we go. As a combat-decorated veteran, I love Winston Churchill in the darkest hour who said there in the bunker in London, you cannot argue with a tiger. <laughs> when your head is in its mouth. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, that film's got several, Bill. That is a great one. I really love the thing, how he gets energized on the subway when they tell him, surrender! No! And, and when the uh, when uh, Neville Chamberlain takes out the hanky 
because yeah, Winston Churchill has gotten, yeah, and people go wild when he, he just marshaled the English language. That's exactly. what Exactly. So, Dom, thank you. Thank As you, Bill. a combat decorated Purple Heart veteran, thank you for acknowledging us. And I say to all my sister and brother veterans from Vietnam, welcome home and God bless. Thank you, Bill Devlin. Nobody could put it better than that. Uh, 855-839-1210, Harold in Southampton. Hey, Harold, good Friday. Hey, thank you, Dom. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. And I just wanted to give my take on uh, the Kennedy yes. situation yep. there. So he came out in favor of reparations. Yes. Well, that's, you know, if, and if people know that, I don't know that everybody knows that. So if the MAGA people know that, that that's, there's no way. He's done. So that's that's only going to be he's going to lose any any MAGA support, um, and then the other situation is now I know his he witnessed his father being killed, and uh, you know it's traumatic and all that. So he became a drug addict after that. He admits that, and he recovered. But he, you know he's got issues beyond that. So I, I just don't see him taking anything from anybody on the MAGA side that really knows what's going on. And he's also. He, he did win support where he's coming out against the vaccines somewhat. And most of the MAGA people are not for mandates, not forced vaccinating children at six months, all that. So, you know, he picked up a win there, but then he blew it when he said he's in favor of reparations. Right. And so. uh, the thing is, look, I, I see it on a bigger picture. It's thrilling, all these conspiracies and the name and all that. But I think it will wear off. At worst, it'll be a wash. That's what this poll is telling me. Maybe right. he takes away from Biden slightly. And this is going to be I as incur- don't believe the polls. I, I think they're totally lying to you with support of Biden. You know, I know people are brainwashed, mm-hmm. but I just don't see it. I mean, I don't know how anybody can support that guy. There's well, no they're way. saying I'm the hearing- same thing the other way around. Now, the polls are well, are tremendous for Trump at this point. This is much right. different I, than 2020. And, and I hear people say... Uh, Greg Hunter, he says he's got insiders at Google that say his poll numbers are 10 percent Biden and they're just lying to him. And I can believe they're lying. The other thing is they stole the 2020 election. No doubt. No doubt. The the red wave, they kiboshed that in 22. That was stolen. And now in Bucks County, uh, they, they, they did the same thing. Somehow they stole that election with the school board in Bucks County going Democrat and a friend of mine, he had a, he had a Republican running for a, a judge seat in Chester County. He had five Democrats, five Republicans. In Chester County, a, a landslide of all Democrats. It's rigged. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. All right. Who's it's, your it's uh, who's, what's your military scene, Harold? So I mentioned Forrest Gump. I, I, I'm, I, I don't remember the movie exactly all well. I think they said it was Dan where he shows his legs were, you know, uh, he sees them later after the war. And he's in the wheelchair, and he's and he's missing his legs. Oh, in New York, and uh, how he has a uh, redemption though out of that, yeah, with God, right, yeah. Right. So that was that was like a, like a shock moment, like oh, you see him, and then he's you know he's got his legs. He's yeah, old. I think yes. I know what you mean but, at the wedding, the prosthetics. Thank yeah. you, thanks, Harold. Have a good weekend. All right, uh, coming up, we'll have the lightning round. I can see a lot of people have been saving these up for the end, so uh, be ready. I'm gonna. Uh, dwell on this and then we'll get uh, today's winner and we'll mix him in with the other four winners it's been a great week dan and i have already conferred too for monday and tuesday he's still away we have a couple great ones we really went over yesterday 
And uh, each day we do that just as a little excursion on the lighter side of Sears, softer side of Sears. But I think RFK is going to get five to six to seven percent in a place like Pennsylvania. And these others, Cornell West, Jill Stein, probably Mansion, they could get between them a point and a half to two and a half points. It sounds minuscule. You may remember Georgia, for example. This, this could be under 10 to 12, 13,000 votes in each swing state, something roughly like that. Michigan, I think, is the biggest reach for Trump at this point to win, but the um, Arab American population, particularly Muslim, Dearborn, and all the rest, Detroit, is pretty big. And somehow or another, that's cutting against Biden. Even though Biden has given what reality is skewed toward their side. All right, lightning round next. Uh, let's talk uh, first, though, about my friends over at Martin. It's important to make sure our families have the essentials, food, shelter, and, of course, pure, clean drinking water. A lot of news about drinking water these days. Just do what I did. Count on Martin Water Conditioning to secure your family's drinking water. The Connecticut system removes all the impurities from their water. What comes out of the tap? Crystal clear, all-natural water, best-tasting water, too. Provides peace of mind knowing you and your family's water is pure and clean. The Martin Water Conditioning family, they are passionate about water. You'll see. When their people come out, Dwayne did the Giordano's recently. They love showing you the evidence right in front of you, the purity of your water. 46 years of experience, great customer service. Contact Martin Water Conditioning. Mention DOM2023 to receive an exclusive offer. That's DOM2023. Click on martinwater.com or call 800-887-7555. 800-887-7555. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right, be ready. Hit us with your best shot. That veterans film, not necessarily combat where there's a great scene. We're looking for the scene. Let's go with Drew in Upper Darby. Hey, Drew, what do you have today? Hey, Dom, thanks, man. Hey, if I wasn't mistaken, I thought I heard the uh, the creepy Joe Biden whisper in Mayor Galek's uh, Sherelle Parker's talk. Oh, I well, have anyway. to check on that, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, anyway, Dom, my, my scene is, uh, this is a political World War One movie. It's called Paths of Glory with with Kirk Douglas. And and the metaphor is how the politicians from thousands of miles away just have a total disregard for human life. The soldiers are trying to come out of the, the trenches and the bodies are just falling on it. And they can't even get out of the trenches, let alone fight because the bodies were just falling on Well, them. look, uh, World War One is probably the worst managed and, and lack of respect for human life. I think it was the Battle of Verdun, Drew. I, it may have had a mi- million casualties right. ultimately. And yeah, the, that's battle a of, the battle, the battle of, of Gallipoli almost cost Churchill his career. Well put. That's uh, some good history there. Uh, Ron in Jersey. Ron, what's yours? Hello. Yes, hi, Ron. What do you have? Yeah, I would say Patton, where the two soldiers were in the... Uh, the uh, 
hospital there. Yeah, they were in the hospital, even though not wounded, psychologically wounded. Yeah. Yeah. I would have agreed with Patton, but I would have gave him the choice front lines or go to the mess hall and peel potatoes. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, Patton, boy, what a riveting thing. Imagine Patton in this era, era, what it would be like. Uh, Robert and Ben Salem. All right, Robert, what's yours? Hi, Dom. It's good to talk to you today. Um, I The one thing that you asked that ticked me off in the last few years was the weaponization of government. I'd never even heard of Proud Boys until the Democrats decided to dig them up and weaponize them. So I hear exactly what you're saying on that. Everything else is gone because of time. Uh, my scene is in Full Metal Jacket after going through hell and marching off the field. All the troops are singing the Mickey Mouse song. And that hints back to what I've been talking about lately is commonality. We had commonality back then, but that's my answer. And you guys have a great week. Thank you, too, Robert, as always. Uh, This is, uh, I love this scene. Debbie in Salem. Debbie, what's yours? Well, uh, I'm not going to take real long, but I found out after I loved this movie that my one of my ancestors, one of my great grandmother's last name is Wallace. And ah. she was, so it even makes it better. My favorite movie of all time is Braveheart. And the scene and the whole speech is wonderful, but I love the line, they may take our lives, but they cannot take our freedom. Yes. like... And oh, you know how they usually think to throw in a love scene to stretch it out and, and add something? The love scene, the love works here tremendously. It's uh, it's riveting. It's my, it's the best movie. Music, scenery, uh, drama, everything. It's so good. And, and I'm Scottish a little bit. So oh, kind of very, very good. I'm not saying it's the best scene, but you talk about something wild. When the king's son, his advisor, uh, he tells the king, uh, Longshanks, yes, this guy's going to plot to stop Wallace. And he asked him to step over closer to the window. Then he throws him out of the castle window. My God. Uh, the Earl of Tacconi finishes up. Speaking of earls and princes today. All right, Earl, what do you have today? I'm going to go outside the box today, and I'm going to go with Starship Troopers, where uh, Sergeant Rajak is uh, trying to inspire the new troops. He says, this is for all you new people. I have only one rule. Everybody fights. Nobody quits. If you don't do your job, I'll kill you myself. Welcome to the Roughnecks. (laughs) Thank you, Earl. All right. I think it's time here. We're pressed a little bit on time. Henry, uh, give us the rundown before we put this one into the hat, yeah. along with the other fours. Oh, give man. us some of the leading contenders. So, this was a good question. There were, yeah, great question today. So many great answers as well. I mean, my personal favorites, Ann and Norton kicked off the show with, you can't handle the truth. I mean, you're right. playing right at my heartstrings. Uh, Kevin and Bucks County with the whistling scene on Bridge in the River Kwai. I feel like that's a scene that's still recreated throughout shows today. I feel like it's iconic, really, so I feel like I have to include it. And then I really like Debbie and Salem's answer of, you know, they may yeah. take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. That whole speech yeah. is incredible. I got to say, and because it wasn't a combat thing and did it well, the whole song, you're right, um, from A Few Good Men. Maybe I should have taken that off the board. It was hard at that point. Yeah. Others were tremendous. Let's put that into the hat. All right. And let's proceed to the grand moment where we get the winner. All right. So today's winners, or this week's winners, I should say, Monday. There ought to be a law for blank. Joe and Exton said, holding the door for a lady. Tuesday, who's a great Dan, Daniel, or Daniels? Scott and Mount Laurel said, Daniel Boone. 
Wednesday, what or who is irreplaceable? Scott and Mount Laurel, again, said American sports. Thursday, what's an example of an American exceptionalism? Leslie and Bryn Mawr said September 12th, 2001. And then today, Friday, what's an all-time impactful scene featuring members of the military? We have Anna Norton with You Can't Handle the Truth. And if we take those names and we throw it in the hat, God, that's number five, Anna Norton. You're this week's winner. All right, nicely played. And Anne wins a $50 gift card to one of her favorite, all those Captain Chuckies out there. Remember with Captain Chuckies, we love crabcakes.com is the way to go. And as I said today with uh, Captain Chuckies, start to order for the holidays. Nothing better. Just put those Dom rolls there. You'll be sending me emails telling me how much people go for them, the shrimp and it's not just the crab cakes. It is uh, just one of the biggest successes I've ever seen in front of me with listeners. We love crabcakes.com. All right. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, I wrote down Fargo, but that's not to the 21st from uh, Neil Zorn. Uh, we'll uh, Dan on hiatus for the next couple of days, but uh, great stuff today. We'll have uh, some uh, great guests on a Monday one has seen that film that's been put together, sadly, of the attack on September, uh, October 7th, what really happened. And uh, they told me it is every bit as unimaginable, but people are already in denial with it, all right? And I guess the lesson from this week, it was a rough week as far as calculating what the heck happened on Tuesday you heard Bill Devlin, though. That's my philosophy on this, too. Abortion is not necessarily going to do- I would predict it will not dominate in 2024 in the way that it did this time around. But they're going to go all out. They'll spend a half billion dollars on this insane position. we got to beat them. It's going to be an exciting year. We're already geared up. Follow me on Twitter over this weekend at Dom Show 1210. you got to follow at Dom Show 1210. Richie always next. Take you home on Friday for four big hours. Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays 9 till noon on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.